You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we got uh, Into the Badlands, episode 205, Monkey Leaping or something. What, what was this called? <laughs> Monkey Leaps Through Mist. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about the new title. That that right there has become the steady. <laughs> There's something in the mist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but favorite title, hands down. I don't think anything's going to beat it. I don't have a favorite title. <laughs> Comedic purposes only. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Mm, I, I just can't even. Mm, okay, moving on. Uh, like I said, this was the fifth, fifth episode. Um, we finally got Sonny and Baji back. We had an absence with them last week, so it was good to have them back. Mm-hmm. Uh, very heavy on them this yep. episode. Uh, overall thoughts, what are we thinking? The worst episode to date? <whistles> I mean, I hate to do it back to back, but it wasn't all that good. I actually like this episode better than last week. Really? I like this one better than last week. I thought last week was the best. I thought worst, worst, had, I'm sorry. The worst so far. I thought this one had a bit of comedy, but there was just so many lulls and drags and things I couldn't um, get behind. There were things in this episode, peculiar decisions, but not terrible. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing for the show. Maybe not the way I would have gone, but I wouldn't say it's a bad thing because it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Let's put it that way. Okay. You know, like whereas last episode, it was just straight cheese whiz and there's no hope, you know, for a lot of this part. So that's how I looked at it. Was it the strongest episode? No. Was it the weakest? Not for me. You know, I don't know about you, Jake, but that's just kind of where I was at. No, it's definitely not been the strongest two back to back episodes, that's for sure. Um, but I'm not going to totally bash this one because there was some really neat stuff to me in here. I mean, especially with, once again, cool set designs. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, the set pieces. Um, I was talking to the uh, the girl who runs Fans of Badlands. Um, amazing, amazing Angie. She, uh, I was just having a conversation with her on the phone, and I told her, I said, that this show is the most visually appealing show on television. And I told her, I said, you could just take the dialogue away and just watch the show in mute or just mm-hmm. have a little music still and you w- you would still be just as enthralled with the, with the entire thing just because of how they do things visually yeah, that was tweeted out earlier didn't right it, and uh she <laughs> surprised to me she tweeted that out just because <laughs> that was a private conversation you know how dare you no, i'm just kidding <laughs> and um got a little love for that so and i i, I will still 100 percent agree with that if you just watch the show on mute uh, it just blows you away the, the the vibrancy of colors, the set pieces, the design, the the efforts they make to everything, and everything has continuity. Like like the bad guys this time for Nas were like that. We're all in this you know cool red with rusty like color, rusty metal apparatus. Da, da, da. So I thought all that was pretty neat. But uh, I mean, if you do mute it, you miss out on great birthday stories by Baji. So <laughs> yeah, you know you that. definitely want to make sure you listen <laughs> to it. Yes. Definitely had some funnier dialogue, as you mentioned. <laughs> no, but, uh, s- certain character arcs could be muted yes. more than others. Uh, Baji absolutely cannot be muted. No, yes. don't ever mute Nick Frost. Because I mean, you only have one 11th birthday. I, I, was like, <laughs> cause I was like, man, that sounds like birthdays. Like, I've been to those kind of parties. It was like, you only turn 11 once. I was like, nope. Uh, <laughs> if you've been to that party, we got to talk. Yeah. Well, uh, we got to not talk. Everybody. Yeah, really. Uh, we're going to talk about your contract. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so the episode kind of fires up, and we got Ryder laying on the slab, this table with flowers around. He's all dressed in garb. And Jade is, is you know, cry face over it. Um, Jade, not strong actress. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, th- this was not how I wanted the episode. I think this is what kind of deflated part of it is because her starting the episode off and doing everything, I was just like, oh, Bad God, decision. this is just not – she's not pulling it. She doesn't carry that weight. And then I'm thinking, I told myself, it's like, wait a minute, is it meant to look that way? But uh, shortly after, when Mother came in, all that stuff, where she's trying to throw her weight around and be like that, I was like, oh, no. No, it was just, yeah. She was a bit robotic. Yes. I don't know, man. Uh, this this was one of the parts where I, I struggled with. Every time Jade was on the screen, I was kind of, meh, man. It just I, didn't. She's done better before. Yeah. This was just not strong. On well, her here's side. the deal: her character's always been like the slick, schemy, schemy, in the shadow, pull, you know, you know, pulling the strings from behind, that kind of stuff. When she stepped out in front, and you know, and the light was on her, 
It's just like she was out of her comfort zone. She doesn't play badass well. No, no. And I have no fear of her or anything. Like the mother, like I was like, okay, well, I she know. Brawly. Yeah. Well, and like I'm scared of her. But with Jade, it's like, what are you really doing? And well, then with that, I just look at Jade as that character. Like, do you really see all these clippers going, yes, you're our new. I had a big problem with that, that. right there. That whole scene, I was expecting a few of them to be like, you got to be kidding me and walk out. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure, we'll follow you. As soon as she <laughs> or just like immediately <laughs> doing this weird ritual. No, I'm telling you, when she put the sword down to her chest and she was holding it, I, I thought dude was going to run her through. And I was going to be like, yes, this is how you display this show's yes. badass. <laughs> exactly. That, I would have loved, because I was thinking the same thing. That would have been such a strong play on this show. Man, like she's sitting there going, I'm the new leader, da, da, da. And the Clipper's like, nope. <laughs> Right through her. And, and then Ryder's mom walks through the door. It's like, thank you. Yeah, And right. then she's like, yeah. He you know, you, you talks to the regent and, with a, and puts a knife to him and says, you saved me the trouble. Yeah. Now kneel for your real baron. And I, I would have been like, hell yeah, pumping my fist, you know. But yeah, no. Yeah. I struggled. And I then, like, we didn't see Ryder take this ritual. And, you know, of having your hands cut and stuff. Like, this is the, we've seen a lot of barons die. And this is the first time we've seen this ritual. Yeah. So I mean, um, that's a little weird to me. It, it was just it was just not a strong opening to me for the entire episode. So yeah. you know that was kind of. Mm. I did like how dark it was though. Like I mean, it was like another different way that they play with yeah. the lights in that room. Like, but you know, but a, the but the actress yeah, has got to carry bad. the room, and she didn't. Every other person that we've had these kind of situations, they've carried the scene, and the background was the background. The background was the was the highlight of this ep- this scene. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. And and I'll be honest too, um, Lydia, not her strongest episode either. No, both of them had a hard time with the whole grieving thing. You know, or you know, I'm gonna take that ah, back. Not so know. much the grieving part of it, but like showing the Emotion now I'm mad kind of thing. The turn of the tide. You know, it just didn't carry well. The woman scorn thing. Right. They couldn't exactly. Tote it. Right, you know, I, almost it would have been better if they said less. You know what I mean? You know, she kept saying, remember, he's mine, or I'm going to kill him. These are unneeded lines. Yeah. You know she what I mean? She says it a couple times. She does. I mean, she, you know, so you all she had once, to say was, is, I'm going to finish this, or something short, sweet to the point, and let your mind tell you what that means. And you think about it, instead of you having to spell it out more than once, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that right there was kind of a clunky dialogue for me. So, um, it cuts back over, it cuts to Sonny and Baji, you know, and you see him walking this long road and it's a beautiful set piece again. Um, and this is a metal trade food for metal. Um, uh, and the, the, the guy is Nas. Is that right? Yeah. Nas. Mm-hmm. Or commandant. The commandant. How, how how cool is this guy look? Badass. I mean, yeah. like, I I, I want to know who the casting director is. I want to know who this person is who is able to pluck these cherries out of nowhere to make these people. Part of it is the actor, but the other part of it is the person who does the design, the custom design. And even Al Golf said something on Twitter about you need to see who our uh, designer is for these clothing costume and, and that who's stealing the show and i want to get props that it is their outfits and what they're bringing to the table is making it i mean yes. it's really really cool yeah I, his shoulders his shoulder pads with all the metal mm-hmm. just pieces hanging everywhere um really his, dig it his mustache and beard and stuff i was like yes oh, let's oh yeah I mean, facial hair is amazing and yeah. then we're Cash and I are big fans of Vikings. One of our favorite characters is named Floki. And his eye makeup is yes. always the baddest of the bad. Right, right, right. And the this black guy, outline, yeah. Well, it's a black outline, but it has the, like, the leak that comes underneath it. Right. And this guy was rocking it, too. And it looked great. So He was really it was strong. It off. He was a strong character. Yeah. And um, even all his subordinates like that, they were all uniquely cladded and metal even the set pieces were and even in the storyline they talk about look what's in the baskets look what here and you know all that stuff so they did a good job developing that i thought that was all strong you know they don't they don't waste time but they also use what time they do use very effectively to get the point across and so this was a strong scene especially with them entering Um, like it goes back to like what you were saying earlier is they were only saying one or two things and we were being able to watch everything else happen correct we were able to to collect visually Mm -hmm. without having to hear it auditorially as well right you got the lydia beating you over the head saying it two to three times same for me but this 
They don't beat you over the head at all. No. It's like, yeah, they're metal traders. See what's in their basket. Mm-hmm. And then you just look around and you get to soak it all in. The, every guy's wearing some kind of junkyard metal right. as armor, you know, along with his sashes and stuff. And then, yeah, the, the Commandant character is just super badass. Yes, uh, it was sharp. And they got right to it, you know. I, you know, no, I thought didn't. it was pretty cool that, you know, Nas came at him like, you sack of shit, you know, how dare you show your face, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was even like, okay, we're, we, 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 we about to get real all of a sudden. You know, and so it, this was done so well that it even kind of was a rope-a-dope for the viewer. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's over like, wow, oh, you had me scared to death, you know. Especially because, like, a little bit, you're like, you know, I, I kind of saved his life. But if he brings it up, don't mention it. You know, probably, <laughs> just leave it. I did. It's kind of accidentally. Yeah. It's accidentally, yeah. <laughs> um, so... This was really, really strong. And so, of course, they did the sword. And, and I got to say, I was a lot less enamored with the sword without the character. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't carry the same weight. Yeah, like this sword does, does not fit with any other person on the show. Well, it was a big highlight for old Moon. You know, he was highlighting it the way he was using it and yeah. showing it and everything else, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I liked that they did show a close-up of the sword. You know, like you got to see the writing and etching on the side of it. That was pretty still. neat. Yeah, um, obsidian steel. Yeah, I was like, Man, I don't know if that's real. Uh, no. <laughs> well, obsidian. Um, all it means is black steel. I mean, uh, that's all obs- it is. Obsidian's a, a rock. Yeah, it's a glassy uh, <laughs> ro- volcanic rock. So volcanic. we're going to say that's just a descriptive term because <laughs> yeah. if it was glass sword, it would be useless. <laughs> be really good. At Skyrim knows. Glass armor and stuff. Don't bring up Skyrim right now. You can always bring up Skyrim. <laughs> How dare you? Stop. <laughs> yes. All right. So we cut away and we go back to Quinn and Quinn starts having these dreams with Ryder. How about his act? Ryder's hallucinations. Acting? Hallucinations. Yeah. Visions. Um, he and sees this, him in the woods and like that and everything. This is the best writer we've ever had on the show. Oh yeah, because yeah, like he's well, not his a most sniveling baby. His he, most likable, I would say, because no, I mean he played the sniveling thing really well. He was borderless. He was, you know, he was he just he could be be what he wants, say what he wants. But this is actually Quinn's, you know, this is the writer nightmare of writer. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is not writer. So this is Quinn's apparition of writer. So this is the person who's supposed to torment him, and he does a really really strong job. Of tormenting him, the way he talks to him, the way he relates to him. I love the makeup too. You know, the gash in the head, and he's got all these little zombie veins going yeah. all over him. Well, this is how Quinn thought Ryder should have been from the, his birth. You yeah. know what yes. I mean? And now he's got him. <laughs> Just, you know? Even that one line, you were disappointed with your first gas of air. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, strong words. Strong, strong words. words. <laughs> Say it now while I'm dead, Dad. <laughs> yeah, really. With his voice. But really, no, I think this was the strongest acting, the best character moments for Ryder that we've had. I feel like we were robbed of this Ryder. Yeah, well, the bottom line is is that he was of singular purpose, you know, just a torment. Whenever Ryder has to be a person of fluidity and acting in different directions and make a conscious decision of his own, it's wah, 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 you know, it's awful. Yeah. You know, but that no, was what the character I, is. I agree with Cash. I think he plays a, a really good backstabby, sniveling baby as well. I really enjoyed his portrayal of this yeah. dark, dark writer. Yeah, well, it's good good for the actor to be able to continue through the show instead of just being ran through and yeah. lay on the table for the next scene. That'd be the I end agree. of the story. You know? and I, mean, I like that they're able to bring it in through the headache so he's able to question if Vale is doing what she says she is doing. And so yeah. it's a good way to bridge that. Well, do you like that Vale was able to convince him otherwise? Yeah, I was okay with that and everything. She's a medicine healer. She could have come up with a concoction. I was okay with her being able to mask it from him. But now that he's been away from an extended time, the migraines are well, coming up with more regularity. I struggled with this a little bit. Ryder is over there hitting it hard of, don't trust her. She's lying. Kill Just Henry. Kill mm-hmm. Henry. You know, put the blade to the baby. You want to know the truth. And Vale does the whole, I'm going to walk closer, talk softly. You know, Kiss did it. Kiss yeah. did him in. And, uh, well, I mean, do you want to jump into that before we get into Vale's interrogation? It don't matter. Because Let's just keep, I, I, I want to get this part over with okay. because this is really kind of, this all connects. I mean, you know, I think it's, 
I think it's a double-edged sword. It is like you know you can't be too much the other way, or it won't it won't translate if you or you do it this way, or you know, without it it won't translate. So I think it was just tough all over. No, what I'm saying about double-edged sword is the fact that yeah, I'm not one edge. I'm like I'm not super happy that he gave in as easy as he did, but on the other hand, I'm like please give in because I want Vale to heal you. I want Quinn to be back to health. Right. Well, the, the, the scene before that is where she was tied up, and you know Quinn's, I get his he regent. regent, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so uh, that was his regent. Well, I think I mean, so. he's his right hand mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Um, I didn't like this guy. Yeah. He just had too much information that didn't make sense to me. You know, I just felt like the only way she got out of this situation. I didn't know how she could get out of this. And this would, this ended up being something very plausible. So I like this scenario of like what you were talking about, Jake, is that I want Quinn to be healed because I want him to be a part of the show. He needs to be a factor. The headache thing got old in the first season for me. Yeah. And so it's starting to come back and him have hallucinations. It's not something I want to continue to go through. Even though I think Ryder does a good part for this, it's not something I want to constantly see because Quinn, when he is Quinn – he is amazing. I mean, the bottom line is is that all his dialogue, all his action, and everything else, and when he's at hit full strength, he is phenomenal to watch on screen. And so him doing the whole I'm crazy, listening to writer, you know, hallucination stuff, I, I want that to go away as fast as possible. But I, I enjoyed it this episode. I did too. But I, I don't want to beat us. I don't want to be beating a dead horse. Yeah, you know, that's my biggest deal. But, but I also know where Cash is coming from with how you say you don't like this region guy. Yeah, he uh, just didn't fit. Like we haven't really seen him on camera, and to him to have found well, he these. shows no he shows no skill to be a regent. No, he show he doesn't well, no. fit the stereotypical makeup of the other ones. He seems slimy. I feel like what Cash was talking about earlier about the information. I think this is what the regent actually is. It's knowing all your Clippers soldiers, whatever yeah. you want to call them. Well, I was okay with him knowing the Clipper, that was right? Like, I, Right, I agree. But yeah, finding the x-ray and stuff like that. I think the reason they did that is because they've always showed this guy next to Quinn when Quinn's having episodes. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to him and he's seeing him interact and seeing him you know, sweating and looking terrible and not as strong. So I think that's where they kind of pull on that from. I agree. It's a little bit of a stretch. But the problem I have with this guy is he's just not intimidating at all. No. I, he no, he yeah. walks with a limp, first off. And yeah. he, he's kind of got a weird build. Yeah, he's just not scary. Well, he just uh, like I said, he doesn't look like he has a skill set to be intimidating whatsoever. And are we to assume that he's Edgar's boyfriend? No, I don't think no, so. No, I just think he knew. He, like I said, he just knew. Yeah, I, just I mean, like you know, you know, you didn't have the right, just, you didn't I, have the right parts for him to, right. you know, come I just you. automatically assume that we were to assume that he was his boyfriend. But like, if no, he just it's knew. like Waldo. Think like Waldo. Waldo knows everything about what's going on in yeah. his house. He's just very informed. He just knows the stuff. Okay. So I, I think, mean, like, I get that vibe from Waldo, but from this guy, like, you, well, we just haven't seen yeah. this guy that much, and I'm glad and we haven't. I haven't been paying attention to him being next to Quinn, so that's why, like, there's another yeah. thing. Like, he's around a lot. Okay. Yeah, he's around a lot. Um. So let's jump back. We get this little quick shot of MK, you know, and they're doing a the training. They do the tornado siren. That was actually pretty. That's a real machine, too, isn't yeah, it? So that, yes, that was actually, that's a real deal. I've actually wound one of those up. And those jokers get loud, too. And all this was just fine until they showed where the robe was laying on the ground. Yeah. About five steps in front of her. Yeah. When he was clearly on that rock way over there. Yeah, he was every bit of 40 paces away. And the robe magically floated over to five yeah. feet away. Well, and uh, she's just like, like a magic carpet ride. And she's like looking over there the entire time. It was like, hey. Where'd MK go? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The the magic robe, man. I, I, like I told you earlier today when we talked, I was like, you're gonna see a few things. You're gonna be like, what the? Fuck? This well, show does such a good job with continuity. I hate to see little screw ups. Yeah, like that. yeah, it's like there was an editing snafu or something here. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. then you you got Forrest Gump running, run Forrest, run through the woods, um, and you know how they pitch the angle of the of the camera running. I thought that was. Unique, not necessarily it's, necessary. Usually they do that when you've got somebody who's following you. you like know, the facial or, expression of your use of unique there was priceless. It was yeah, like, just, oh, how's it, I was trying to find something positive out of that situation. <laughs> yeah. you know? I don't mind that. I don't mind them taking chances with cool because camera work, they've got it. 
Yes. They're fine. Oh, they're in the 90 percentile better, you know, so. All right. Explain to me the tree with 12 folks on it. Okay. Not going to be able to do it. I mean, I'm just like, this is like, there's been no mentioning, no foreshadowing, no nothing. These are the people like when someone with powers just escapes and. But they destroy people. They, they, they don't destroy people. Them. They don't take the time to hang well, them I mean, to maybe a tree. it's the acolytes afterwards. This it's looked like, like a human Christmas tree. It was just not. This brought me back to the old uh, preacher days. Yeah, yeah. I just. I mean, maybe it's the acolytes put in as a message like, hey, you kind of don't want to go to a place where you see They're fresh. Dead people. Nomads. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah, I just. Just uh, randos. I mean, there's 12 folks in there. They're not like severely decomposed, not skeletons. Nothing, I mean, man. I mean. I, I'm try, I'm hoping this is something we're supposed to understand. I'm really next hoping episode. not. Like I don't see a purpose. No, no, no. Really. I'm sorry. If this, if he just happens to run across a tree with twelve bodies <laughs> just for an outfit, I'm gonna call straight BS. Let me tell you who does look decomposed. MK in this outfit as well. <laughs> yeah. My man needs a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, dude is tiny. Yeah, he really just called the cops. Somebody stole his chest. I mean, <laughs> file a report. I mean, a bird. He, he, I mean, yeah. like. I swear he looked thicker, but I don't know. Maybe that's what they were trying to do with his character. Because, you I, know, he's not... I thought is, he was bigger in the first season. He definitely looked a lot bigger in the first season. He is tiny, dude. He is a little guy. Especially in the next outfit that they put him in, in this green elf-looking thing. And I can't help but say this every time, but every guy they introduce him to that he's training with or sleeping next to, I'm like... There's two badasses right there. Then there's MK. Yeah, I mean the guy, the guy who escaped, who was laying next to him with the. He's kind of like who wanted to die as a god and stuff. Who loved yeah. going in there yeah. into battle. Dude was jacked. Yes, yeah. and, and tall. And then this guy he was training with, and then you know what's Looks her the name? Exact same. He says, "Hey, where's MK?" He's like, as he lifts his bicep, yeah. points the other way. <laughs> Ask my pecs. <laughs> you know, God. I'm just like. We got a couple beasts here, yeah. and then we have MK, and then we got I was talking like he's swallowing Peter Parker over here. You know, uh, I'm just I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, they put him next to these folks that are like Greek gods, and yeah. you know, and he's still an adolescent teenager. You know, I mean, he went from training with those old gal, yeah, you know, and now he's with <laughs> Hercules, yeah. and I just thought, no, it's not gonna fly. It's yeah, not gonna fly with me. And know. MK's the strongest uh, of the ball. It's just so like, he does steal the, the emerald suit, you know. Which it was a really cool pan over of him. Like, you have the dead body that we're going yeah, and really they go through the tree, the tree and he comes back. And, and it's a body. perfectly dug grave. I really want to know what he dug the grave with. Because, I mean, uh-huh. he had some, some, it was some nice soil there. <laughs> it was a nice pile with a stick and everything. No spread. spread. Hey, was- and no spread. He wasn't. Very dirty. He didn't have any sweat on his brow. He didn't have the Quinn or Veil sweat going on. Uh, veil sweat that that'll water an entire village. <laughs> that would water that. I'll get the garden foods. for. A, <laughs> I just um, let me go ahead and tell you, anybody, which I'm assuming is 99.9 percent of our audience has dug a hole and filled a hole before, yes. even the smallest hole. Yeah. I mean, we're you, talking about this like, and there is gonna be dirt There's around dirt everywhere <laughs> from wherever everywhere. you dug it. To where you put it. And considering that you didn't have a tool to do it, <laughs> trust me, this is like a dog, you know, with your hands sticking. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. It was I, like, what the? I can only assume he bit himself <laughs> to bleed, and then he just dug it with his bare teeth. Oh. <laughs> he, just, he just cut it out, and then lifted it up. He right. threw the body he just karate chopped a rectangle into the earth, <laughs> picked it up out, and then set a body in there. And then, Yet, cr- and then was, turned the soil. You're struggling pretty good with dude's shirt. It's <laughs> just get his arm. I mean, he was pulling it up. Uh, let's be honest. MK couldn't find his way out of a wet paper sack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. Okay. Oh man, it's, oh, it's dead weight. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's fighting Hercules over here. He can't drag this twelve-year-old across shirt the map. <laughs> We're gonna move on now. <laughs> he takes his shirt off. Oh, it's a, it's a 5T. That'll it's a, fit. It's a medium. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. One thing he shows is, is that he take there, there was a necklace on the boy. And yes. it was a rusted piece of metal. It was actually, I don't know if you looked it's, at it real close. It's two, two door latches. latches. It's yeah. two latches off of a chest that yep. are, 
in uh, concordance with each other, rusted together metal, like that. Cool piece. Super cool. I thought that was pretty neat. And it was hanging up from the stick, you know. And Honestly, it looked like a piece from these Nas characters. It did. It sure did. Yeah. You know, like maybe there's a connection there. And then that's it for MK, for the episode. You know what I mean? He's just... I mean, he's Deuces. been getting a lot of just very small parts the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, after hey, getting his ass kicked in the mirror room. Yeah. You know? With a single kick. You know, don't forget that. From about three miles away. <laughs> just skipped right over that to this episode. <laughs> I guess you just woke up at some point. Yeah. Master didn't come in there and gold chop him. <laughs> <laughs> gold chop. How dare you take my origami? <laughs> You know? That was the wrong stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's over there just. Was that the blue one or the red one? Oh, holy shit! You took the white lotus. Oh no! <laughs> that explains so much. We All right, moving the on. Of the, uh, All right, Sunny okay. and Baji are at the table eating. Um, and this table looks fantastic. It but, does. And there we are, the weapons this, on the table. Where is the food come from? Yeah, this was, it was a heck of a spread there. I mean, they had like, they looked like they had sliced meats and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, and, did you see when that meat got pulled off the tray for Baji? <laughs> it does not look good. It looked like some calf meat <laughs> off. Still. A hobo they just murdered. Yeah. But I mean, like the surrounding <laughs> stuff, like on the outside of that plate was looking fantastic. And I'm like, you're giving me one single slice of meat? Like, What's all this side pieces going on? Yeah. All right. So the key to the, the meal is is that we get to meet the little girl, you know, who's eight, eleven years old, whatever, like that, and we get the whole, you know, she'll spine be fine, trembling. I know when she's right. Right. Oh, I was like, and they, <laughs> God, I hope he chokes on his fork, <laughs> dies horrible death. Well, there goes liking this character. Yeah. <laughs> and like as he said, like. I'll know when she's ripe. Like you just feel like nasty yeah. and yeah. Well, everything like oozing out of them. Sonny's facial expressions are, say it all. He doesn't have to say anything. Just that look of, I wish I could kill you with my eyesight. <laughs> that look of, why am I so hard right now? <laughs> oh, I mean. <laughs> that was Blade TV and we're going to see y'all next week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, it's disturbing. You're, you're wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> but, Sonny's got a dark side. <laughs> yeah. So, this leads to them going back to the tent, and we, this is the best line of the entire episode, you know. Uh, you know, I might be, a, what is it, a, a warrior in the streets, but you haven't seen me at night in the sheets or something like that? Or I don't know yeah. what he says. He asks I was her, rolling, man. Do you prefer a warrior or something like in the streets? Or, or one in the sheets or something. Or one in the sheets, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And so he's like, like uh, wrong tent, wrong tent. Wrong tent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you want to watch? You might learn something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I mean, at least I mean, we were just chackling away for it. Oh, no, that was, <sighs> that whole part was great. <laughs> well, and so then, then we get the very sad part. Yeah, then they get the girl back. Yeah, the yeah. little girl comes stumbling in. Yeah, and she's like, you know, my mommy's getting ready and, you know, and all this. And I was just like, ugh. Right. So she leaves and then, you know, is it Portia? Is that what her name? Yeah. She comes in and attacks him. I mean, strong man to turn yeah. her down. You know, very that impressive. Eye makeup, I'd have to turn it down too. Yeah. <laughs> Is that tattooed on? <laughs> I mean, you just go with the strategy of just turn the lights off and yeah, turn my like, tent lights off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, put an extra sheet up. You're good to it's go. Daylight outside. Put an extra sheet up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I get creative with things. Or just bag her head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to stop but, over there. You know, she makes the strong emphasis of, I need to stay in here for a long while. And then 40 seconds later, she's out of the tent running. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, Sonny, you know, he's quick. Yeah. He's a pump, pump, jerk kind of guy, you know? So Two pump, chump. Oh, God. Good old Sonny. She, before she leaves, she asked him to kill, Yeah, you know, and Nas, then, and he's like, I don't kill anymore, I don't do that kind of stuff. And she's putting her best game on, you know, you have all my money, whatever. And then, no, and out the door she goes. Um, and Kind of saw this coming. Didn't you? Y'all yeah, coming? I mean, I saw it coming, and I didn't like that I saw it coming, and I didn't like that it ended up coming like that, because it was just like, you were really paying attention to what was going on in the next tent at, with Baji. Like, Baji rocking your world? Yeah. There's no way you, you're going to be able to think of anything else. 
He's pulling his best warrior in the sheets moves. And, yeah, really. I mean, he's dropping one lighters. <laughs> you got your ear with a glass poked up to the tent. <sighs> yeah. Um, Whatever. I know. You know, and so sure enough, he comes out. Like you said, Nas confronts him, and you know, Portia's got this nasty gash on her face. And, like, this is a reminder for anybody else who wants to cross me. And, yeah, I thought it was very thin. But the person said that she overheard it. And so on, and some friend you are, you know, to go ahead and tell him. By oh, the yeah. way, you know, I mean, that was you won't believe what I heard tonight, girls. I mean, yeah, it was just yeah, immediately I mean, coming back. Uh, uh, I think Gutzer <laughs> in the rib cage. Okay, the, the weirdest hold on looking now. blade. I've no, ever seen. he pulls up this long. It is long. Now I'm gonna go with at least eight or nine inches of dagger here and stuff, and to the hilt yeah. runs it to the hilt. She gets up uh, and, and you know he wiggles the blade. You know, just sitting lightsaber, yeah. nothing like that. He's just Wah. sometimes you feel like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right, people, you don't know what we're laughing about, but there is a YouTube video out there, uh, so you understand that. And his name is Bobby Possum Cods. Okay, methamphetamine. Methamphetamines. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say is that if you watch this, it <laughs> is one of the later. most ridiculous but hilarious little YouTube video shorts. And you'll know what I was just talking about. And you will understand what we mean by lightsaber and sometimes you feel like this. And when you see it, you will understand and you need to message us on Facebook and say thank you or you're disturbed. One or the other, Because that's going to be one or the other. You're not going to have any other one of the reactions. You're either going to be dying laughing or you're going to be like these MFers are weak. You know? This so. explains so much about the character. <laughs> yeah, so, um, anyway, I mean, dude, this is a death dagger. I mean, what she takes. Livers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it almost went out the other side. Intestines. Yeah. Uh, she just rolls, you know, lays over and, you know, like she's okay. Um, don't get me wrong. It's not an insta death. I mean, you're, but I would expect painful. to see a pool forming under her, you know, where she can swim. I mean, the blood forming that we've seen in this show. Oh, I mean, really? I mean, you get, you cut your fingernail wrong. It's across the wall, you know? But. Quinn did survive Sonny running him through. With a medic, like, <laughs> presumably 10 minutes away. No. I don't care. He ran a sword. Through him, yes. Through his body. Yes. <laughs> True. Um, there ain't no ER. No. You know? So, Hey, George Clooney could have done wonders back then. <sighs> you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, all right. So they get to the point where, you know, he's like, you know, you're unarmed. You're outnumbered. You know, and Sonny does his best Miyagi. Whoa. You know, without the sound, of course. Racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Anyway, and it begins. And one of the highlights, one of the best kills, was a hubcap. Yeah, in my opinion. Uses Early the in the fight, yeah. physics unnecessary in this one. <laughs> yeah, this is where you go. Rule of cool. It looks fantastic. I mean, Loved I've it. thrown a hubcap before. I don't know if I've ever thrown it with the velocity to take the face off of another human. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, to was, impale a human's face. <laughs> that was like three-fourths into his skull. Yeah. Um, but I got to be honest. This was the nicest Sonny's ever been in a fight. Yes. There wasn't... This was a lot of ass-kicking, not a lot of killing. No killings. Or See, like really know. breaking of bones or anything. Just knock out like old... Nah, there's some bones food. in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, in there, but like... A I lot think of about the very first fight we ever saw with Sonny in the woods. If you remember that, when mm-hmm. he finds the chest. Oh, if you remember it. that, I mean, he broke arms, legs, neck, like necks, like Krav Maga. Every, heads. Every kick and punch was brutality. And this one has 27 more characters to take out, and we didn't get any of that. A lot of swinging on poles and kicking people. And throwing in the yeah. bands and stuff. And now, I do like how he jumped into the bus. And that there was a bus fight scene because that just automatically in the confined races. spaces was pretty cool. Yeah, but it was really kind of surprising. We, it's like they focused on those things instead of focusing on the death blows. Well, like one of the death blows that could have happened on the bus was he lifted the guy up and the dude's back of his knees hit the top of the bus instead of his back. Yeah, he threw his knees or his legs at the yeah. edge instead of his back. And it was like, kind of different. Yeah, and then there was the guy he missed, like that was coming through the bridge. And then he got him on the way up. And like there was just a lot of odd things about it. Like He just wasn't as violent. Right. Yeah. And Which then, I don't like. Yeah. yeah. Like, go and back so, to neck snapping and head stomping. Go back yeah, to hubcaps three-fourths of the I middle was of your really, skull. Like, this was one of those scenes where I was kind of like, dang, I need a few more people who die. I need to see some blood splatter for something. Yeah, well, sick. And then when we finally get it, you know, we get the sword, which I well, don't. Well, let's talk about how he gets okay. the sword. 
Okay, we we get the Negan bat. Well, for the lack of like holding it one way, the and then when he throws it, yeah, completely different grip. <sighs> okay, first we just walk up the guy and we give him a header from behind with a bat. Which <laughs> this is an opportunity to watch his head explode yes. from a bat wound, um, and we get the dunk. Not and I that, fall down. You he know. hits him towards the same way his body's naturally going to cut this girl in half. Yeah. So, like, he didn't change his momentum or anything. Uh, I, gotta be honest, I think I, it was just to keep the character alive. I think this character is going to play a role later. It's, oh. I think it's just like Silver Moon. I think we lost his hand, but he didn't die because it's going to be a character that matters later. And so, that's what I'm hoping for. 100%. Ooh, we got three characters. We got we had the first mech? Well... The guy who ran Mouse, whatever was his name. Yeah, well, I was going with the first mech because that's what uh, Nas is. They called him a mech. Oh, a mech? Yeah. Whatever. The jailer. The minor guy. Right. We've got Silver Moon. And now we got Nos. the Commandant. You know, that's yeah. three people in their wake. Yeah. You know I mean? That could that have a big beef. beef. They, have a, they have a stake in this guy. Well, we know? don't know if Silver Moon really does. I mean, I'm assuming he does. But I would think he would have it as much as anybody. Yeah. One-handed, and you took my sword? Exactly. That's yeah, fair. There's a, now he has a new mission. So, um, so I mean, I, I'm, I like that they keep him alive. I just, you know. Um, so he gets the sword, and this is the part that and was just like. immediately drop right This there guy runs at him, jumps off one car to him, sees the sword, and he doesn't even have a weapon. Just to become filleted. <laughs> I mean, he literally runs at him with his stomach open and just gets sliced. And then they did a close-up of the slice. Did and you see he that? he missed it. Yeah. It, you it's see. kind of a half cut. Yeah. And I was kind of like, this. if you cut this big old blade, this is where you see him separate into two pieces and yeah. go by him with yeah. a shower. <laughs> you know? And I was like, um, this. Uh, well, and you see first the, of all, the guy runs at him with no weapon. Yep. The, Mistake number one. Tummy. You know, number two, he does the little, I got my kitchen, you know, butter knife out and cut you across the belly there. I mean, that graze with this weapon. And then the guy just falls over to the side. It was like one, two, three, wrong, wrong, wrong. Well, and the cut clearly missed. Like, you see it, like, not hit him. And it was just a bad close-up. Yeah, I just, uh, this I just, yeah, it was something wrong. And I don't know if you watched the fight scene where they're doing all the, going off the poles like that. There was a scene where a guy went to kick him and they cut away. And then you see Sonny kind of make a new move and gets on top of the van. Like they, they literally cut away. Like I'm guessing he didn't make his step or, you know, didn't reach his point. He was supposed to, and I went, I rewound it three or four times. And I was like, uh, yeah, I think that was a little of a jump cut there that, you know, Hey, I mean, that's gotta be tough. To I mean, that right. Every time I'm not being into death, but it was the first time it was ever noticeable. Well, and, and- it's just like, if, if y'all have ever witnessed the, I think it's Jurassic Park 2 or 3, with Jeff Goldblum's daughter who jumps out and there's magically a gymnastics beam <laughs> to spin around on. Yeah. Bends and flops and everything. Um, this, you know, the window he goes into the bus is the only one that has the black, beautiful rail inside of it for him to grab onto and swing around. And, right. So little things like that, and like this huge, rusted, terrible-looking bus, that r- brand new black, glistening, <laughs> glistening, just perfect powder coating on it. You know, just like okay. make sure, make sure you got shine the grips. black pole. On the <laughs> it did have hand grips. It had hand grips and a little bit of powder to keep, yeah. keep your hand from chafing. You know, uh, I was just like, I hate when that type of stuff gets so visible, right? You know, because they do such a good job with finding unique locations and set pieces to create. That when I see stuff like that, I get like, oh, come on, guys. You're like 99% there. Yeah. That 1% that only nerds like me would probably spot. You know what I mean? But I do. <laughs> right. So the, 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 their, their chariot to get across the wall was a car. Mad Max car. A Mad Max car. Um, but they killed whoever, got the key, whatever. And then they're gone. But they're going right back the same road. I that they walked so into. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I guess we're not getting into the Badlands. No, I think we are. <clears throat> um, on one take, are we to are we to assume this is the road on the other side? I think we're supposed to assume that. Well, they did a poor job of making you think that because it looked the identical same way as they walked in. I agree with you because they're going to go under the wall. Remember, it's a tunnel, so. 
I don't know what a car, how good a car is in a tunnel. Well, no. Well, I think it's just that they know where it is, and whoever's in the car is going to get them through it. Yeah, you got to understand they're they're doing transport trucks pulling metal in and stuff too. So, Um, but a tunnel is also a really cool bottleneck for some of these characters to catch them. True. You know, so that could lead to a a kind of you know an ordeal at some point. True that. True that. All right. So widow. And I kind of skipped over the part earlier where Tilda's like, I apologize, I apologize. And Widow's like, no apology needed. You followed your gut. That's what a good region's supposed to do. I was like, okay, at that. But then she comes out of nowhere and she looks at this little, the armadillo pin in the wall. And I'm going to tell you right now, I got nervous as hell when she started rolling Waldo towards the map. I was thinking, Waldo's about to die here. She's about to kill him because of what happened at this, you know, at this meeting. Because, I mean, I can tell you, I was feeling it. I was like, another example where they could really shake this up. They better not kill my character. And they didn't, you know, which I was thankful. Um, but I, I had that feeling. I had that itch. Um, and she says, I'm going to I'm gonna join the alliance with Quinn, you know. What do you think about this move? Once, once she grabbed the armadillo, I, I kind of thought this was the way it was going to go, actually. Um, because it just makes sense. We talked about it last week. About they kind of both want somewhat the same thing. And Quinn's the interruption that she requires as well. The Correct. distraction for the other barons, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. So, I don't know. I think it's a poor move on her part. I don't see what she really gains by teaming up with Quinn. Well, uh, I here's the I liked it because I think her reasoning makes sense is, is that she is already considered formidable because, as you heard, all the barons have gone underground into hiding. Okay? Um... And if you if you say and you put it out there that you've aligned with Quinn, those two are more powerful than the rest of all the barons combined in the perception that they're giving you based on their actions from one meeting. Yeah. In my opinion. And so that's kind of I can see where that can be that's even more manipulating in the mental game of well, Quinn you can't even kill. He's still alive. He comes in there, he got to us. And now the widow, you know, the same thing. And they're both of the same ideal of, you know, I worked my way from nothing to the top and I did it with force, you know. I mean, she's got to know that Quinn's sick. Like, I mean, I can't imagine that Waldo never brought that up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't know. They have, have, you bring a point, Waldo would know these things. Yeah. But they've never shown him discussing it because never had to because you always thought he was dead. But I mean, like if it's like, hey, you know, if you want to team up with him, you should probably know he's going to die anyway pretty soon. Yeah. Well, they already thought he was dead, so who never knows? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of like it, but I also see it as a setup for another double cross, you know, another backstabbing for somebody. I see Quinn gaining a lot more from this than her. And that's the problem I had with it. Very true. Uh, you know, when you think about it from her, his point of view, he gains the most in my mind. A hundred percent, because now he's got an ally, and he'll she'll help protect his stuff. Like I don't, it just didn't make sense to me. I got you. So we we'll get to the part where, let me ask you this: Lydia knows where Quinn is. Mm-hmm. Well, how? Assume she. Well, they used. Yeah, she, she knew everything about him, him. for. Okay, but I mean... She would know he he would run to this as a safe house. Okay. This uh, is the man cave. And the, man, she's never, the man cave, literally. <laughs> and she's never thought to go there because she thought he was dead, so there was no reason to um, check up on it. So she's dressed in red attire, like she's one of the... She's ready. Yeah. She's ready um, with the rest and of them. Don't forget. Uh, she's mine. Him. <laughs> okay. Get him. <laughs> we got you. You want to write that down on the memo? Um... Well, and the last thing the widow says to the to Waldo is, find Quinn and don't dare let another Baron beat you to him. So it's like, Waldo more than likely knew about this man cave as well. True that. Um, so they get there and the guy gives them the cue to go to the door. And did y'all notice how cheesy they open the door? Oh, God. I was oh, like, oh, he put the edge of the sword in there and jiggled it a little bit, and then he yeah. opened the door. I was like, are you kidding me? You used the credit card <laughs> technique with your sword, and literally in the half a second, it opens the door. I thought they actually pried open the door with a sword edge. Oh, no. Yeah, but like, oh, you waste a blade. Like, such that. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was bad. You know, I mean, 
Just leave it unlocked. Yeah. I mean, just open it slowly. <laughs> don't don't put the bl- the blade in there like two inches and jiggle and it opens up. It just it, mm-mm. Now, so, did, did y'all have a sneaky feeling that something was going on? I really did not expect this explosion at all. I no, didn't. I didn't expect an explosion. You know what I expected when she was holding back to start hearing? Yeah, yeah. and blood like so, come flying yeah, out. Yeah, really. <laughs> You remember Army of Darkness? Yeah, yeah, yes. that's exactly what's going to break up. Yeah, just, oh, just flowing out of the doors. You know what I mean? Just, just uh, washing out in waves. That's what I was hoping for. It's like a washing washing machine is tipped over. Yes, and uh, then just a bunny rabbit jumps out. Just, yeah, just <laughs> bring out the holy grenade. Holy hand grenade. <laughs> it's oh. just a little bunny. I nearly sold my armor. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just uh, I, I did. I thought I, I thought you'd start hearing like people getting cut down. Yeah, or, I like, spikes too. or something. Yeah, I was ex- I was fully expecting the audio version of you know Kill Bill. You know what I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, instead, it was just a coolest explosion special effects I have seen in a long, long time. Yeah, they did a good job. I only thing I can assume they did was. They put these guys on wires and, and just flew them back, yanked them backwards. So they have the flying movement, and then they just completely added the CG. Explosion. Added the explosion. It was impressive. It was really even well her. Mm-hmm. You know, she was in the background slightly, and you saw her kind of fly and twist and contort and then like that. I mean, they were able to pull not just a singular layer character, but multiple characters in layers of view. In different ways and forms of them exploding out, it was really, really impressive. Yeah, only thing is that when I saw her flying through the air at first, it looked like she was going to land on her stomach. And then she lands on her back. And I was like, uh, I'll have to watch again, but I don't remember. I, I watched it two or three times because I was just so enamored. It just flies her back. And I mean, she should have hit the back of her shoulders and, you know, and landed flat. <laughs> she should have been <laughs> had her head up, bro. Yeah, she, uh, she <laughs> Peter rolled, as we call it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, but the other ones, yeah, it was really, really cool. Really yeah. well done. And then everybody, you know, was like, they're under attack, you know, you know, they're at the gates. And Quinn's about to hit his opium. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting that <laughs> yeah. peace pipe hard, son. And watching, you know, is this like, it's just, it wasn't a Charlie Chaplin, but it was, a, you know, some old movie. Some very, very old movie. But then the biggest what the F. Where's Vale, my baby? And she's just running yeah. gone in the woods. It was like she I'm, knew this was going to happen. Okay, they're going to blow the was door. Was she just sitting on G waiting on O <laughs> and just waiting for the doors to blow and runs out of them? I mean, Where did she escape to? I got nothing. I was just like, I paused it and I was like, bullshit. It's <laughs> like, we're not even seeing her leave the uh, hideout or anything. She's three miles deep in the woods. She can't use the grappling hook to get out the gate. She can't go out the front gate because, you know, the whole situation. It's on fire. It's on fire right now, and there's crispy (laughs) bodies out there. She is doing her best Michael Johnson sprint around the corner of these woods, (laughs) going down here with the baby in hand. With a baby wrap. Baby wrap, nothing, not a bag, not nothing, just gone. I was like... Man, I, I'm telling you, I shook her my head. Not the way to end the just, episode. Just a bad edit. They should have just shown one tiny five-second scene of her leaving the place, and then it would have been fine. No doubt. Show us where she got out. That's all you had to do. <sighs> but you know, that's, the, that's the problem, though. They've shown us that she has no exits, and then all of a sudden, free willy <laughs> out the door. I, mean, I would have liked to have seen her run out. Where yeah, Lydia look, was. Look at the crispy bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> deuces. And Can't uh, help you. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, and move on. Even have Lydia spot her. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean, as she runs by, make it make it something important with the baby. Hear the baby crying or something, and be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. It was just really, really. It I mean, blew me away that it was that obviously done wrong. The only thing that I could think of was that she was in the house, like where she's getting the sunlight for her kid. But even then, she would have died in that explosion if she was right there. <sighs> nah. No. I mean, it's just... There it's is a claymore a... that only blows outwards towards the enemy. Yeah, I just... I'm sorry. There is nothing in that episode that gives it any plausibility. She's running the sprints through the woods yeah. like she was seconds after the explosion. 
Um, no. And then that's the end of it. That's the end of the episode, you know. Um, Bail! Bail! <laughs> Corn! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the preview shakes up a little bit. I was really surprised in the preview too. Um, yeah, they sunny shifted and gear. It's Sunny the, and Baji and the Abbots. Yeah, um, this was kind of out of left field that we're already kind of getting to the point of him encountering them. It's like almost like Sunny and them are going to run into MK sooner than later. I mean, I, I felt I think I said it last week that we were only two or three weeks away from MK meeting up with Sunny. <laughs> that this and, would mean that. They're only a few steps behind MK. Because the Abbots, you know the Abbots are right behind them. Well, are we to assume that MK is going to somehow end up in the same location with Sonny and Baji, and that's how they they both go back to the Badlands the same way? I mean, it would make sense that MK needs a way into the Badlands just like Baji and Sonny do, so why not somehow put them together? Some kind of connection there? Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I I don't... I'm... There's some big, there's some big gaps in there, so I, I, mm-hmm. I think some, it's gonna be interesting to see them fill it. Uh, and then I'm also very curious is that we saw the Abbots beat the piss out of Sunny. Yes, you know, and so we do see a fight scene with multiple Abbots and Sunny. So uh, it better not be a situation where he's all of a sudden developed new techniques working in the mind that he can handle the Abbots now. Well, and he was out of commission for what six months, I think. Right, and so that was six months more training for the Abbots. So, so yeah, he's got uh, Baji. Yeah, he's right. Hey, maybe this is where Baji's that warrior in the streets. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember what he said. He goes, "I might be a big old teddy bear, but I'm a warrior in the sheets or something." That's, that's what he yeah. said. That's um, so yeah. I'm I'm curious. The preview was kind of perplexing, um, but I hope that it's got some connections in there. Yeah, fill those gaps. And stuff. I'm going to have faith that they do have the. Connections oh yeah, well they, they they haven't let me down so. Uh, I'm all 100% good. What what did y'all think, guys? I mean, if y'all have a thought on what we've said or what you're thinking on the show, let us know. Like I said, we always say this in the episode every time. If, hit us on Facebook. Tell us what you thought. If we think we're good, if we think we're off, if we think we're wrong, we're too critical, whatever. We'd love to talk at you, chat with you. Just hit us up. We're at Facebook. We're on Twitter, Bleed TV Podcast. Uh, love to chat with you guys. Uh, but, um, guys, I don't know about y'all, but I think that's all we got for tonight. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, guys, as always, we love the show. Absolutely love what Al Golf and Miles Miller. Remember that? Millar. Yeah. It's not Millar. Millar. <laughs> and, uh, it's Miller and Golf. You know. <laughs> they keep it simple for us. They keep it simple. Uh, just an amazing show. Absolutely love. You know, and we always look forward to it every week. So it kind of rules the it rules Sunday night now for yeah. us. So, guys, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake, and I'm Cash, and we'll see you guys next week. 